Hi, everyone, and welcome to the LifePoint Drivecast. My name is Corey, and I serve as a teaching pastor for our Plain City campus, and I hope you're having a great Friday. On Sunday, we wrapped up our series, Under the Sun, and closed out the book of Ecclesiastes in chapter 12. In this chapter, Solomon kicks things off by saying, Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come and the years draw near of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them. And Solomon, he, he goes to get goes on to give a vivid and poetic description of aging and death. And his point is that the wise thing to do is to lay a good spiritual foundation as early in life as possible. And in verses 5 through 7, after all his searching and chasing and experimenting, Solomon sees that at the end of our life is an eternal home, not the unknown grave in darkness. Solomon has now set the end of life in connection with eternity, not vanity. Throughout all his diligent searching, Solomon has finally come to the right conclusion that after this life, man goes on to his eternal home. Then, as he closes out this book, Solomon says something that impacts us today, and I'd like to spend just a a few moments on it. In verse 10, Solomon says, The preacher, speaking of himself, sought to find words of delight, and uprightly he wrote words of truth. The words of the wise are like goads, and like nails firmly fixed are the collected sayings. They are given by one shepherd. My son, beware of anything beyond these. Of making many books there is no end, and much study is a weariness of the flesh. Solomon lets us know that he has learned the only source of wisdom is the word of God. So he diligently studied God's word, learned the scriptures, and shared what he learned with people. And I believe this blesses you and I today because his arranging an orderly account of things is left to us in the likes of Proverbs, in the Song of Solomon, and Ecclesiastes. And as we now know, what Solomon wrote was inspired by the Holy Spirit articulating the heart of God, which we now hold as the word of God. Which is why when Solomon says, the words of the wise are like goads, and like nails firmly fixed are the collected sayings they are given by one shepherd, it's a clear representation of scripture in our lives. Scripture is like a goad. A goad is a a pointed rod used most of the time for livestock. It's used to prod something into motion, into moving forward. Scripture does this in our lives. It prods and it pokes and we read it and we cannot get it out of our mind and it makes us go where we would not otherwise go. It moves us along. It moves us forward. Also, Scripture is like a nail, something that is anchored or firmly fixed, something we can hang on to, especially in times of danger and temptation. For me, one of the verses that I've hung on to through the years is Ephesians 6, 10, and 11 where it says, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. I love that we can anchor ourselves in Scripture. And why does Scripture have this power and effect on us? Because it's been given by the one shepherd. It is the word of God. It is God-breathed. It's the heart of God, our shepherd. So with all this in mind, Solomon says to us, beware of anything beyond these, of 
making many books there is no end, and much study is the weariness of the flesh. In other words, Solomon is saying, don't go beyond what God has written in his word. That we can read other books and listen to podcasts and search anything on the internet, especially in our day and age. But Solomon reminds us here, don't allow man's words to rob you of God's wisdom. I'm reminded of Deuteronomy 4.2, you shall not add to the word that I commanded you, nor take from it. Now, it's not wrong to read other books. It's good to search. It's good to know. It's good to learn. However, we can read ourselves to death and study ourselves to death. But Solomon says, and he gives us wisdom here, he tells us, don't test God's truth by the many books written by men. Rather, test men's books by the truth of God's word. We must be careful of letting the words of man take us beyond the simple fact that the Bible so clearly declares to us that God is the secret of life, that God is the answer to the reason for existence. Our textbook is the Bible. Our teacher is the Holy Spirit. And there is always something for us to learn as we grow in grace and in knowledge of our Savior. So, as we wrap up, let us reflect on this. What is Scripture teaching you today? How is God speaking to you through the truth of His Word this week? How is it goading or or moving you forward? Is his word a nail, something that is firmly fixed in your life that you can cling to? Is his word elevated in your life above man's word? Things for us to think about and reflect on today. But before you do, let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, thank you for how you've taught us through this series. Thank you for the richness of your scripture. Thank you for how your word is firmly fixed, never changing, without error, and always relevant. Help us to stand in confidence on your word. May we cling to it and hold to it dearly. Would it lead us to walk humbly, justly, and with mercy, loving you more and more and loving those around us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.